Radio Influence. The future is now. As America's zone coach, premier thought leader, and the world's number one coach of champions, Jim Fannin is the go-to person. He has guided the careers of the best pro athletes from 10 sports and business executives from 50 industries. He has coached individuals, families, relationships, and students in simplifying and balancing their lives for more than 40 years. From winning Wimbledon, the World Series, and a gold medal, to losing 68 pounds, saving lost marriages, or overcoming financial ruin, Jim Fannin has been behind the scenes guiding individuals through the intricate process of peak performance. His success tools are not just for the superstar. They're designed to help you reach your full potential as you tap into life's most successful mindset, the zone. And now, please welcome the coach of champions and America's zone coach, Jim Fannin. Hello, everybody. I'm Jim Fannin. Welcome to the Jim Fannin Show. I'm with my sidekick producer, Seth. Seth Hurd. Hey, Seth. Hello. I can't help but notice. You seem like you're in pretty good shape today. I mean, nice and calm and collected. Come on. I'm always calm and cool. You know, I I am uh, pretty stress-free today. Uh, I am relaxed and uh, I am calm. I got my breathing down to six to eight breaths. It's something I, I, I look to achieve all the time. But I just came back from a, a, a little retreat, uh, which I've done 100-plus retreats uh, to one of the favorite, my favorite spots. And this is not a plug uh, for Sedona, Arizona. People that know me know that I go there and hide periodically. Uh, I've been going there since 1971. My grandmother uh, took me. First time I went to Sedona, very non-commercial, kind of a wild west, but Red Rock, uh, it's about an hour, hour and a half north of uh, Phoenix. And, uh, and then my mom and I went, and I, my daughter and I went, and then my mom and uh, uh, my daughter, we, we all went. And, uh, and then I've taken uh, my wife there. And, and I, most of the time, I've gone alone uh, to kind of replenish my soul and turn my brain off from news and my cell phone. Yeah, I'm doing six, 7,000 minutes a month. And I, I'm still on my phone 20, 24-7, even when I'm in Sedona. But uh, I'll text more and talk less. And I have a silent period. So... Uh, I definitely want to tell you about my trip uh, because I was definitely in the zone. Speaking of who's in the zone, who's in the zone this week? We've got to go all over the world to see who's in the zone this week. So the first one is the NBA All-Star Game, 148 to 145, nail-biter. LeBron James' team wound up, up, up over Steph Curry's team by three points. LeBron, 31. Kevin Durant, 30. And, I mean, when you got 148 points, we could keep going like everybody had a lot of points. Uh, really, really fantastic showcase of NBA talent. Uh, how about Fergie? I, I saw that <laughs> uh, Fergie, uh, international singer, uh, sang the Star Spangled Banner. I don't know what that was all about. She was not in the zone, <laughs> and I thought she was doing uh, Happy Birthday, Mr. President, in a sultry, uh, uh, you know, bar. 
but I, I don't, I don't know what that was about. There were a lot of chuckles. I know Draymond Green uh, caught him laughing. On, <laughs> the players, on, uh, to player, their credit, were trying not to laugh. They were trying it not to so laugh. Hard. But uh, you know, Fergie, uh, you were not in the zone. Uh, she just came out and said, "I was doing my best." And come on, Fergie, you can do better than that. Uh, you know, it's the national anthem. Just sing it straight, make it simple, but uh, not in the zone. Yeah, the NBA um, uh, outside of the uh, pregame, uh, it, it ended really in a classic way. So it's kind of fun to see all the stars uh, have an offensive show. There was some defense, not too much, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the def- numbers prove that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, definitely uh, the NBA. Uh, LeBron's uh, Steph Curry uh, in the zone. We got to uh, give a huge Jim Fannin show shout out to Michaela Schifron. She won the gold in giant slalom. Uh, and that story is not complete without going back to the last Olympics where she missed meddling by 0.23 seconds and missed gold by 0.53. So she had to overcome that mentally to come back to, to really leave it all out there for the Olympics this time. And walk you know, just like we talked with Dan O'Brien, a uh, former uh, Olympic gold medalist in the decathlon, how he failed. Uh, and now you live with it. For four years, uh, we're talking less of a second uh, to win the gold. And uh, you've got to dismiss it. You've got to reboot every time you think about it. You need to replace it with what you want, which is standing on, a, on the stand uh, with a gold medal around your neck. And uh, kudos to her because that, that's overcoming uh, a lifelong dream. And she failed, but man, was she close. Pretty amazing. So uh, kudos to her for being in the zone this time. So if you're not rebooting, what happens is that narrative of, oh, man, I, I get this close to my dreams. It doesn't, it doesn't happen. That's where all your thoughts, all your energy goes. Well, and, and then you get into the shoulda, coulda, woulda. You know, I should have done this. Well, you know, I could have done that. And well, if this would have happened, that would have happened. And you, you get into uh, the victim and the judge. And we've all done this. And every athlete, every business person, everybody, I don't think anybody's unscathed that hasn't uh, thought like a victim or a judge. Um, speaking of which, um, that's what this show is all about today. Uh, this week, it, it's about stress. Uh, it's about finding your zone. Uh, but it's also how to combat stress and all the things that you can do to have more balance in your life. And, and you got one more yeah, zone. Yeah, I was going to uh, say. The, uh, the, speaking the, of the zone, and I saw what you're going to talk about. This movie was so in the zone, I wasn't even able to attend. <laughs> wow. Well, my wife and I were going to go, and we didn't think about buying tickets ahead of time. And then we looked, and some shows are completely sold out. Some shows we could have gone, but we would have had to sit apart. So we're going to see it this weekend. Black Panther, the numbers vary a little bit, but we do know it's well north of $200 million, fifth biggest opening weekend for any movie ever. That's amazing. You saw it. What you're- I, I saw it. it you know, it, I, I love the Marvel uh, comics and uh, all of the Marvel movies. Uh, the uh, head of Marvel Studios said this is the best production that they've had young director who was definitely in the zone, actors were in the zone. But, you know, this had a plot. I, I think this movie is for everyone, anyone. Uh, it's a movie where you can take your family. Uh, yeah, there's some killings and people thrown off of uh, waterfall. 
but it's not your uh, uh, violence that you see in so many movies. Uh, there's a little romance, but, you know, there's no sex scenes. I mean, this is a family movie. There's a lot to be learned from it. And I really believe it's for everyone, and the box office is really reflecting that. This is one of those movies where I, I think the numbers are going to keep going higher because people are going to go back and see it again. I, I saw it in 3D, which was, wow, in your face, uh, up front and uh, close. But I think people will see it one, two, three times, four times. I think it'll do good, uh, obviously, when it comes out. Uh, so you can watch it in your home. So, uh, yeah, Black Panther, you're in the zone. And Ryan Coogler, zone performer, in his early 30s as the director, and he says he learned how to be a director, how to focus in the chaos that is making a movie from playing college football. I really love that. Well, I, I, I do love that, and I've seen that. I've talked to a lot of CEOs in the last month, and one of the topics that we've talked about is hiring uh, we also talked about firing, but more we talked about hiring, how hiring today is not easy. Uh, people can put anything on their resume. There's professional resume builders and professional people that you can outsource to make your resume look uh, awesome. But I, I think that's one of the toughest challenges uh, is hiring someone. And the consensus uh, from the CEOs that I talked to was they prefer to hire athletes. Uh, and military, and the military, because of the discipline that they have, following orders, chain of command, um, and, and the focus. And I get that, having a mission and accomplishing it. But the athlete, really, especially a team sport athlete, uh, you're an expert on pre-performance time. You're an expert on making adjustments when adversity strikes. And, and you're also an expert uh, in... Uh, athletics on evaluating objectively, at least the champions are, the best are, and the best programs in the country, college, uh, pre-performance routines, routines, uh, halftime routines, and then evaluating with no emotion. So uh, a lesson well learned from him. He's definitely in the zone, uh, but there's a lot of takeaways. Uh, I don't think that experience is as cracked up to be as we've made it. You know, you need tenure, you need experience. Uh, we've talked about experience on this show. You want a qual. We all have the same amount of time. Let's say I, I, I have to get ready for a speech. Uh, and maybe it's a competition, a speech competition, possibly. And it's next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. That's when it starts. Well, everybody in that competition, we, we have the same amount of time to prepare. Uh, or it could be an athletic event, or it could be a business presentation. Uh, but whoever has the most quality, whoever gets in the zone, um, well, you've got an edge, no question. And and also it, during a performance, uh, we all have the same amount of time during a performance, and you either make an adjustment or you don't. Whoever has the quality of being in the zone, and we all have the same amount of time after the performance to evaluate objectively or not. It's the quality of these units of experience that really uh, dictates who you are. So this person learned from uh, his college football days. He practiced definitely what the coach preached, 
and then he turned it and parlayed it into one of the best-selling movies of, of all time. So kudos to him. But if you're 21, you're 19, you're 16, you're in high school listening, you go, wow, you know, 20 years of experience. There are more millionaires today under 30 than at any other time. It's not just because of the internet. And so the quality of the time spent really is the key to being successful. You know, I heard on a sports podcast recently about an athlete out in L.A. that said, man, I got all these new neighbors that are 20 years old that are buying houses on my street because they're YouTube millionaires. And so getting into the zone, you don't have to wait till you're 35. If you're listening to this in high school right now. If you've got this for your family, you can do it. So, Seth, I, let me do a little overview. I, I know to make change in, in anyone's life and to make change in my life, and I, I had another discussion about reinvention. Uh, that was actually earlier today with someone uh, of a major company of how the company has reinvented himself. So if you're considering reinventing yourself, you know, taking a new direction in lots of different things, um, Here's some basics that you probably need to, to at least think about, hopefully embrace. The average person, based on our uh, proprietary research, has approximately 2,000 up to 3,000 thoughts every day. So that's the time you wake up, time you go to bed, every 12 seconds or shorter. Sometimes you can hold it longer. One thought, uh, by the end of the day, you'll have ticked off maybe... Uh, you know, on the old odometer, 2,000 thoughts, maybe 3,000 thoughts. These thoughts that we have are either in the future or the past. You can't hold a future thought and a past thought simultaneously. I mean, everybody, you can try it, right? Seth, I see you furrowing your brow. <laughs> Seth's going, I can do it. I'm going to do it. But- we talked on the body language episode about where your eyes go. About yeah, yours were going They're left. They're going opposite. You're yeah. going opposite directions. So, and, and you can only uh, have a positive thought and a, and a negative thought, but not simultaneously. It's one or the other. Or you can just be completely immersed in the moment. Now, the best in the world don't have that many thoughts. The people that are struggling, really challenged, having a non-zone week, you may go north of 3,000 thoughts. You've entered chaos. And what I've seen is as your thoughts increase, so does your breathing. So the average person listening right now, driving a car, doing whatever you're doing, you probably got around 15 breaths a minute. If if we could uh, uh, calculate your breathing in a one-minute period. So 15 to 17 is on average. So here's The quest, if you really want to reinvent yourself or you want to get into that purposeful, calm zone state where everything seems possible, we need less thoughts. How do we do do that? Prepare. Have a blueprint. Nothing great happens without a blueprint. Uh, That'll help you not wing it. That'll help you not go down a dead-end street with our thoughts, which we all do sometimes. So you want to have 12, 1,400 thoughts. Now, ironically, uh, Seth, when the best in the world has less thoughts, 1,200 a day, 1,400, they're actually holding a thought longer. It's the exact same amount of thoughts that we've all had from birth 
to five years old. So in that first 60 months of our life, we've actually learned more in that time frame than any other time in our life accumulative. I got a grandson right now who's a few months old, and, uh, uh, you know, he's got probably less than a thousand thoughts. He's only four months old. He's got no past. Uh, you know, he's four months old. He's got no future. <laughs> he can't tell time. He's got no calendar. So this is in a, uh, a mindset where really peak performance and high productivity. Now, the correlation with lower thoughts, you'll have lower breathing. So the best in the world are going to have six, maybe eight, no more than 10 breaths a minute, longer inhale, more oxygen to the brain, longer exhale, getting rid of carbon dioxide. And this is definitely a stress buster. Uh, so if you've got stress in your life from your job, I don't know if you've got a teenager living in your house. Uh, I've had two in my lifetime that have lived full time <laughs> in the house. There's stress uh, every time they take the car keys and go out on the road. You know, you get stress every time they're out after midnight. Uh, you know, you got a little stress. You're up looking at the clock. Um, lower your breathing. Turn your brain off. Control what you can control. And the one thing, because we have free will that we can control, we can actually control what we think. And so this show um, is about finding the zone, but it's also about finding the balance. That's where the zone is. So there's five markers that we all possess. Uh, the Blueprint book talks about self-discipline. That's one of the markers. Concentration, another marker. We've had several shows, Seth, talking about optimism, which covers our confidence and our belief and our expectancy, uh, but we need equal amounts of relaxation and enjoyment. And uh, when we are relaxed, we have more serotonin in the body. So, you know, I, I want to talk about how do we do that? There's so much negative news. I, I need to talk briefly, Seth, about the shooting in Florida. 17 lives gone, devastation. The stress that has emanated from that, pretty overwhelming. It's impacted immediate families, loved ones, an entire community, a nation. It's stressful, and I believe we are in stressful times. It's the most stress that I've visibly seen and felt in, in my years on this planet. And this show today is about how do we deal with stress? And, uh, and again, stress is good to reach goals. Uh, all athletes want stress. It's called eustress, E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. -E -S -S. EU is a Greek word for good, like eureka or euphoria. So we need some stress, um, but we need stress that we can put it on ourselves, on our terms and our conditions. Outside stress from other people, conditions, circumstances, situations, the news. Well, that's stress that's not just entering uh, adult, adults around the country. That's stress that's actually going right into our homes. Um, I'm coaching several high school student athletes. I'm coaching multiple 
college student athletes and I ask them about this tragedy, has that negative stress entered their school? And the answer was a resounding yes. So let's take a little deep dive into negative stress. Uh, We talked about worry uh, on this show. And more importantly, what do you do about it? I want to talk about Sedona. Because I want everyone to find your Sedona. Now, I've taken 100 treks up into the mountains of northern Arizona. And most of them have been alone. I've detached from my cell phone. Uh, I just came back. That's why I look so peaceful. It's so so stress-free. Did not watch the news one time. Uh, Did not watch television at all. I literally unplugged from what's going on in the outside world. Um, There's so many places that I've gone there. Uh, there's some high-end five-star places. Los Abrogados is a great uh, diamond resort property. I've stayed there. There's the Enchantment up in Boynton Canyon. I've walked Boynton Canyon a hundred times. Very spiritual, very serene. Um, La Berge is another high-end resort, but you don't have to go to a high-end resort at all. In fact, I might stress you out because of the prices, but There's many places that you can go there. You can also camp. Uh, You can just stay in the outdoors. Oak Creek uh, is a creek that runs uh, from Sedona all the way up into Flagstaff. It goes from 4,000 feet above sea level up to 8,000. I took that trek on a drive and uh, stopped at Oak Creek. And so many positive things when I've cleared my mind have happened. I wrote my first book there, Seth. 1978, Tennis and Kids, The Family Connection. I got the inspiration from that book. Uh, It came into my mind. Uh, In 2005, on a trek there, uh, there's a place called Indian Gardens. It's a nondiscreet place. It's a gas station, if you will, on uh, Oak Creek uh, Canyon on the route that goes up toward Flagstaff. But behind it is a, a garden. And you can go and get a deli sandwich, get a beer, go back in the garden and and just chill out. And um, in 2005, I'm there. My mind's very clear. I'm getting away from all the stress uh, of of what I do for a living. I'm on call 24-7, so there's stress without me even realizing it. And I was confronted by a woman I'd never personally met. She just turned to me and said, to get the answers you need, you need to go across the road cross the bridge. It's private. There's a no trespassing sign on the bridge. Cross it. Go to the very uh, first dirt road on your right. Go down the dirt road. There's a path that goes into the woods, if you will. Take the path down where Oak Creek splits. Can't see it from the road. And there's a giant rock. Go sit on that rock and you'll get your answer. And I was stunned. I, I, I never met this lady in my life. And I left my sandwich like a lemming. I, I, I didn't drink my beer. And I just turned, and I walked across the road, crossed the bridge, went to the dirt road, went down to the path, down to the creek, and there's this giant rock 
And I sat on it and Score for Life, the book that came out in 2006, was downloaded, Seth, into my brain. Just downloaded. And I was overcome. I, I remember crying, but it wasn't crying sad. It was like, whoa, what, what's this? So many people in Sedona experience strange things like this. It's built on an electromagnetic fields called vortexes. Every denomination of church is there. I think people just don't want to miss out because something's going on. A lot of new age. It's gotten a little bit commercial. So I try to get off the beaten path. Um, it's a pretty amazing place. So this last weekend, I was going to show my wife uh, the very same Indian garden, the deli. And I was telling her the story about how I wrote my book. And she was ordering uh, the sandwiches. And I went out to get a table in the back because it was a little bit crowded. And I'm sitting out back where I've sat a hundred times. And my wife comes in and goes, you have to come to the front. I, I go, but I, I, always sit, I always sit out here. No, you have to come to the front. Okay, yes, dear. So I, I like a lemming it again. I get up <laughs> and I go to the front. I sit at a little table. And we finish our, our lunch. And a guy next to me who I met first time named Peter. Peter Tomanoff. So, Peter, if you're listening, shout out to you. I told him real quick about the story. I said, do you know who lives across the, this bridge? He goes, I do. I go, seriously? He goes, yeah. You want to come over? I go, oh, my goodness. Now, the bridge is closed, but obviously we're with someone that lives over on the other side. So we go across, we go down the road, and I'm showing my wife, and I, I told her all about this rock. I didn't know that it's called Mushroom Rock. It actually has, has a real name. Peter shows it to me, and I'm overwhelmed. My wife's like, oh, my gosh. And then we hung out with Peter, um, uh, who, who uh, lives in a, a very small place, uh, not a mansion by any stretch, very peaceful, retired teachers, written some books. So shout out to you, Peter, who who is living a zone, purposeful, calm life. He's in, in his 70s. And um, these are the kind of people you meet, like-minded people that are looking for the purposeful calm. So why am I talking about Sedona? Because we need to all find our Sedona. It could be a room in your home that you've made serene and you can go in there and just clear your mind. Uh, Maybe you have a Zen garden behind your house. I, I actually have one uh, behind my home. And I, I go there and I meditate, the, not in the winter, but I do meditate there. I meditate a couple times a day. And we're all after something, more money, uh, more romance, uh, more for our children, our children after grades, uh, better times in our uh, events at the Olympics. We're all after something, but without finding a purposeful calm, uh, I, think, uh, I think you're going to struggle. The zone is a purposeful calm that Michael Jordan looked me in the eye after watching him drop 42 points on the opposition. I know the zone, he said to me. I can put it on like an overcoat. 
Can you imagine putting on this feeling that nothing can go wrong? And uh, that is the zone. And I think I've got to make a quick observation here that your schedule is really ramping up. So you're able to stay calm in the middle of this. And so no matter who you are, you have some particularly intense seasons. And if you don't put this in there, if you don't put those retreats, those vacations in there, they're not going to find their way into your schedule. Like you're not just going to have a natural break after a book release where you're signing 500 books and you're doing TV and you're talking to magazines. It's not going to just kind of appear in your schedule. Oh, look at that. I've got four days with nothing. If you don't schedule it, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and, you know, I met two uh, billionaires down the Dominican Republic at an awesome resort called uh, uh, Casa de Campo. And I'm talking to them and I, I just, I turned to both of them. They were self-made billionaires, not millionaires, billionaires. I said, why are you so rich? How'd you make all your money? Why are you successful? And the guy points uh, to the ship. He called it his yacht. I'm like, that's not a yacht. It's like 200 feet long. It's like an aircraft carrier. It was was like, what? (laughs) It was massive. And he said, I I just did a a major transaction. And uh, I had set up a reward system for myself, which I've been doing since I was about 10 years old. Uh, He was selling scrap iron. Uh, he was collecting scrap metal and and the tin cans, pop cans, and collecting it and then going selling it uh, as a kid. But he set up a reward system. So set up your reward system in advance. Uh, when I reach this monthly goal, I'm going to have a long weekend where I'm doing nothing. Uh, you don't need to spend money. You don't need to go to Sedona, that, although it's awesome. There's plenty of places that you could go that you don't have to spend a lot of money. But put these reward in first, um, and that's your incentive uh, for a job well done. And um, I, I'd like to take uh, also a deep dive about travel. I know a lot of uh, people listening have jobs that uh, take you in and out of airports. There's nothing more stressful than travel today. You got to get to the airport, you know, an hour and a half, two hours early. Uh, then you got to obviously travel to the airport. So getting up, you, you could have uh, four hours before you even, your flight takes off of you packing last minute, hustling out, getting your ride organized, dropping your car off, whatever you need to do. Let's face it, it's stressful. And when I travel, I always travel in a travel coma. No future, no past. My goal is to make the present last. Uh, I love to travel. Been doing that uh, since 71 around the world. I took a round-the-world trip, Seth. I I did a 10-day talk blitz literally around the world from Chicago all the way to Australia, to Singapore, to Milan, to the Canary Islands, uh, to Madrid, to Miami, Jacksonville. Back to Chicago, 10 days, 10 days. It was crazy. And we're flying first class, so that's the good news. The people I was traveling with, with the company that, where I was doing all these talks, they were stressed out to the max. They go, how do, how do you remain so calm? And I go, I, I don't think about being the victim of this hectic schedule. I control my breathing. 
So I got them all to breathe. I got them all to reboot. I got them all to do tension release techniques on the plane. I talked about sleep, how, you know, you can find your sleep. Sleep's a big deal. I want to talk about that later in our show. And um, my suitcase, Seth, never, ever arrived. In fact, we had two admins trying to find my suitcase, and it made it back to Chicago the day before I got home. So when I left, uh, I, I, le- I had a pair of jeans. I had a, um, a shirt that I wore out. I, I was traveling like that. And, and then like a little bag, I had a warm-up suit and some tennis shoes. And I think I had a pair of underwear. That's about it. So I didn't even have toothbrush, nothing. So, of course, you can buy that. And I gave a seminar uh, in a warm-up in tennis shoes to about 1,000 people in suits and ties. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Don't take things so serious. It's okay. Breathe. Relax. The purpose of the trip was to deliver the goods of a talk. And it wasn't the purpose about me and what I'm going to be doing and how people perceive me. It was about the audience and what they thought. And uh, I know the people I travel with were stressed out to the max, and, and I wasn't. And I think this can be done by anybody. So let's bring out one of our old tools that we've talked about. Actually, the first day, first show we ever did, Seth, it's called the Reboot. If you find yourself overthinking and you become aware that you're breathing uh, laboriously and if you get past 20 breaths a minute, uh, irritability, uh, negative stress, tense, tense jaw, um, chaos thinking, it's going to arrive. And it's usually because of some image you had on your brain. Of, I can't believe she said that, or I can't believe my profit and loss statement I just got, even though it's reflecting the last 30 days. It just arrived, and I'm I freaked out about it. When you do have those moments that arrive, unhinge your jaw, relax your tongue, and turn your brain off. Shut your eyes, unless you're driving, obviously, and just hold a blank, dark screen in your mind for at least 30 seconds. If you can go to 90 seconds, this is part of the 90-second rule, which is the toolbox for the score success system, guaranteed to help you attract the zone. But this is one tool that every athlete I've coached, every business person I've coached, everybody I've coached, over 2,500 individuals, they all know the reboot. So uh, right now, everybody, Forget about Seth and Jim and the Jim Fannin Show. Right now, reboot. Unhinge your jaw. Relax your tongue. Shut your eyes if you can. You can reboot with your eyes open. No future, no past, and just clear yourself. Clear mind. No thought. And just breathe. Everybody open your eyes, raise your chin up above parallel, and you'll send your energy back to Seth and I, back, back to the show. But for that few seconds, uh, you weren't on the show listening. In those few seconds, you weren't working. 
in your career or your job or your vocation. You weren't thinking about your teenage son or that spat you had this morning with a significant other or all the to-do lists that needs to be done that you haven't done. Uh, I'd reboot multiple times during the day. Now, here's the cool thing about the reboot. You know, the zone is that purposeful, calm feeling where you're really in the present. To keep it and maintain it, you can also reboot. Uh, Baseball season's coming up. As a lot of people know, I've had three individuals uh, hit four home runs in one game. J.D. Martinez, uh, kudos to J.D., $110 million. He's in the zone, signed with uh, the Boston Red Sox, uh, a client. But J.D. uh, knows about how to reboot, turn his brain off. Carlos Delgado, four home runs with the uh, Mets. uh, He did that actually with the uh, Blue Jays, uh, rebooted. Mike Cameron hit two home runs in the first inning. He rebooted because he knew he was in his own state. And, of course, when you're aware of being in it, you're not in it anymore, you better reboot. Uh, pro golfers may reboot six, eight, ten times, even 12 times during a round of golf to not only get the zone back, but also to stretch it like a rubber band. The reboot, take it with you today. We've talked about it, but you need to incorporate the reboot in your life. If I can just kind of give a little bit of an example on this as someone who didn't have this actually before starting the show you might as well cut off those negative thoughts before you get to the second and third level i'll just use my my basketball days as an example going into a game you get one of those kind of worrying moments oh well what if what if i miss a free throw and then it turns into well what if the guy i'm guarding pops out and hits a three-pointer and then the next time i go out to try to block him and he goes around me and he does a layup and all of a sudden my defense is is shattered and then my mind is, oh, man, I don't have any free throws in any defense. What am I doing out here? I mean, you can get there really quick in business, sports, you, whatever. You, you, you can. You, you can talk yourself into uh, higher breaths per minute. You can talk yourself into more thoughts. And you can definitely shoulda, coulda, and woulda yourself uh, into a very stressful state. And the thing about stress, stress is energy that doesn't, know where to go. So you haven't sent it to any objectives. You haven't sent this energy away from you. So it's like a commode backing up. That stress can back up on you. And when it when it backs up, Seth, the only place it can go, it, it doesn't go into the skeleton system. It doesn't go into the organs of your body. Where does it go? It goes directly into your muscles. And if you want to feel stress, Take your thumb, either thumb, uh, press it on your mandible, your jaw bone muscle, and right up around the the big muscle of your jaw, any tenderness that you feel, any soreness that you feel, that's negative stress. And the jaw is one of the first places where stress really backs up and hides. Of course, that's why LeBron, Kobe Bryant, Roger Federer, great. You can't always see that in a football player because their mouth is covered. Seth Curry, who's constantly playing with his mouthpiece. Uh, That's why their jaw's unhinged. You cannot be in the zone state of mind with the jaw clenched. It's not going to happen. And the thing about clenching your jaw uh, during a performance, uh, 
there's a correlation between the tense jaw and all of a sudden you'll tense your hands. And if you tense your hands in any sport, uh, especially at impact when you're playing baseball, the bat moves at impact. And if the bat moves, round ball, round bat, you're not going to hit solid. Uh, it impacts uh, a jump shot in basketball. If there's any tension in your jaw, you'll have tense hands predominantly. And then the rotation on the ball coming off your hands won't be as crisp. Rotation won't be as pure. And, and my goodness, it really will impact your putting. But this impacts more than sports. It impacts your life, uh, this negative stress. So the reboot is a great tool. We've talked also on the show, if you're replaying negatives over and over, replace it with something positive that you want. So let, let's talk about a couple of things to get your relaxation level uh, down. And, you know, one of them is sleep. And I, I want to talk about sleep. I slept like a baby, Seth, in Sedona. Uh, hopefully I didn't snore, but uh, it, it was the deepest sleep uh, that I've had in a while. And I've got great bed and great bedroom here in my home so I can have a great sleep. But, boy, when I unplug my brain, uh, my sleep was pretty amazing. I think to have a great sleep, and, and by the way, we spend one-third of our life, Seth, is spent sleeping. Pretty amazing. So wouldn't you want to have a deep REM state to replenish the mind, the body, the soul? Uh, that's really the purpose of sleep. But there's another purpose of sleep that's crucial, and that's to uh, download, if you will, uh, all the thoughts that you've had and to store it properly. You can also use sleep to visualize just before sleep. We've talked about that many times on the air. Uh, the 30 minutes before sleep, every thought that you have, even every feeling or sensation you have, it's recorded. And then it's replayed while you're sleeping, each of those thoughts, each of those thoughts, 15 to 20 times. So you, you could mentally drain an eight-foot putt, little two-cup left-to-right putt, hear, hear the ball go in the cup, that's going to re, be replayed 15 to 20 times. What if you thought about 10 putts in a row? 10 times 15 to 20. So you, you can actually uh, sleep your way to success. Uh, but there's a couple of things that I think you need to do to get a deep night's sleep. Uh, sleep routines, Seth, I think they're crucial. Um, I'd start my routines about 45 to 60 minutes before sleep. You got to wind down your day. You got to clear your mind. Uh, if you do need to make a little list before sleep, make it an hour before you go to sleep or, or, or earlier. You got to clear your mind for everything that's occurred and um, take a shower, brush your teeth, set your clothes out for the next day. I sound like mom and dad now, don't I? <laughs> it's unbelievable. You know what, though? But that wisdom has, has hung on because it worked, right? It, it, it does work. And, um, and then I just need to clear my mind. And, and I want to be in an environment. I'd like to have some music. Uh, that'll soothe the savage beast. I, I think music's a pipeline to the zone. 
So some nice little easy listening music. I would avoid late night television. I think that's part of our challenge. Uh, the news is 24 uh, seven. Social media is 24 seven. I would not do serious computer work in the last hour before sleep. Um, and th that includes uh, texting and that includes email and cell usage. I'd lower the temperature in the room. I'd set the room temperature 70 degrees or lower. Um, cold temperatures are more conducive for deep sleep. Um, total darkness. Now, if you're afraid of the dark, all right, keep a light on. I, I know some 40-year-olds still afraid of the dark. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm cool with that. Uh, but uh, I, I'd make it a dim light if you do have one. And then there's uh, a tension release. We talked about this on one of our last episodes. and. If you're still struggling to get to sleep, uh, put all your awareness to your feet as you're lying in bed. Tense the body part and then breathe and relax. And you'll just work your way up body part by body part. Calves, hamstrings, quads, buttocks, lower abs, upper abs, uh, chest, pec muscles, biceps, two fists. Shrug your shoulders, squeeze all that negative energy, that negative tension, and then open your mouth as wide as possible and then make an ugly, ugly face, scrunching your face up. That'll get rid of some tension in your jaw that we talked about. And then uh, right before you go to sleep, I'd tense every muscle in your body and then just clear your mind and breathe. Um, what else do you need? I, I think you need a great mattress. Because if you don't have that, you're going to be one of the 164 million Americans who have trouble falling asleep each week. That's crazy. And by 2020, Americans are going to be spending $52 billion on sleep aids. And the majority of those are actually on over-the-counter drugs or you know, prescription drugs that may work for a little while, but those are going to have limited effectiveness. I'm actually going to read a, a quote here real quick from uh, Dr. Nathaniel Watson. He said, you need as much sleep as it takes to stay awake and alert the next day. Wait for it without caffeine. What? <laughs> what? Where's my, where's my coffee? Where's my, co how many people cannot get up without slugging down a couple of cups of coffee? How many people use coffee throughout the whole day to keep you awake? And, uh, Right on, doctor. I, I believe that. I do have a cup in the morning, so I'm not going to act like I'm coffee-free. I'm not. I like my uh, cup of joe in the morning. I do. And uh, my little java. Uh, but to drink coffee all day, uh, to stay sharp and keep you awake, uh, boy, you're, you're working on borrowed time. You're going to pay at some point, and your productivity, your performance, it's going to drop definitely like a stone. Part of the score system, it's an integral part of peak performance, is relaxation. That's the R in the word score. And you need to not only be relaxed throughout the day, but you definitely need to have a relaxed, comfortable, deep sleep. There's a company on the internet, Casper, C-A-S-P-E-R. They're in alignment with this. It's a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Casper products are designed by humans for humans, and their design mimics human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. 
And the experts at Casper, they work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. Now, the original Casper mattress, it has a breathable design that helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. And it also has a supportive memory foam for a quality sleep surface and the right amount of both sink and bounce. Affordable prices because Casper cuts out the middleman. They sell directly to you. Hassle-free returns if you're not completely satisfied, and it's delivered right to your door in a small, how do they get it in there, size box. Free shipping and returns in the United States and Canada. And all Casper products are designed, developed, and they're assembled in the United States. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. And you can get a $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com forward slash Fannin. That's C-A-S-P-E-R dot com forward slash F-A-N-N-I-N. And at checkout, use the promo code Fannin, F-A-N-N-I-N. Terms and conditions apply. Get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com forward slash Fannin. Use the promo code Fannin at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. If you're looking for a blueprint for a better night's sleep, get a Casper mattress. What else do you need to get a good night's sleep? Uh, I would have some candles, although I would blow them out before I went to sleep. Uh, Some music. And then the other thing that I've done with every one of my clients, you got to take a bath. I know when I was in Sedona, they had one of those giant, you know, soaking tubs. and. I got in it really easy. Getting out of it was not easy because I, I, I could feel the stress that I didn't even know that I had. But after soaking in that tub, uh, doing some mind clearing and doing some rebooting, uh, wow. Uh, I, I took a bath every night while I was away, not a shower. You know, some of us, all we do is take showers. Some of us haven't washed our ankles, Seth. I'm telling you, in about a year or two because we're too busy. We do the head all the way down and always touch our ankles and boom, off we go. So I've got some people I've asked, when's the last time you took a bath? They got this glazed over look. Uh, It's been years. I recommend taking a bath four or five times a week. It's a perfect place also to visualize, to see what you want in your life. Not, Not just get yourself relaxed, but I do know when you meditate, when you've have uh, proactive, synchronized visualization on on manifesting your blueprint, you got to relax before you do that because your brain goes into what's called an alpha state, Seth, and uh, it's very conducive for suggestion, and a bath will give you that instant alpha state. So a good bath, a warm bath, and then going into a cooler bedroom, a little soothing music, a couple of more techniques if you need it, it's time to sleep like a baby and wake up awesome. Aren't, aren't you tired of waking up tired? I mean, we don't need to do that. These techniques are simple. We don't need to go to the drugstore and get sleep aids. And, and I know some people have chronic uh, sleep uh, challenges, sleep apathy. I, I get that. Uh, but there's some really simple techniques. We need relaxation 
in a very stressful world. Absolutely. And I'm going to go ahead and just give our, our audience a little gift here. Quick uh, little piece of the blueprint, which actually Amazon.com, you can check that out right now. JimFannon.com, you want to do the autograph thing, make this not just something that changes your life, but also a collectible that, you know, you can uh, maybe let the kids fight over one day. Of <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, 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 I have a limited amount of books. They, they have arrived for me, and uh, uh, they are ready uh, for you to order at JimFannon.com. I, I autographed, and, and a little bit more, a little inscription and autograph. So uh, check it out. From the blueprint, Amazon.com, JimFannon.com. You can check it out right now. Worry is rampant. Anxiety is commonplace. Fear and panic are in the residue. Negative stress is like water as it will find the path of least resistance and soon flood all it finds. Stress will stop a peak performance in its tracks. It hobbles the strong and cripples the weak. America needs relaxation and relaxation techniques, and she needs it now. Of course, it starts with looking in the mirror as you peruse your inner dialogue and outer being. If your, inner, if your relaxation level is low, focus on it. The component, this component of score is a major challenge with the overwhelming flood of negative information that bombards us daily. And I, I think what's unique about, uh, about relaxation in the score system is self-discipline. Like Everybody says they want self-discipline. Right. And some people, when you say, well, what about how's your relaxation? Well, more, de- more self-discipline. <laughs> and that's not how the score system works. It's not. You, you can't. Even though self-discipline's first and foremost, but we also need to be disciplined about how we relax. And, and that's a, something a lot of people don't think about. So, yeah, relaxation is equally as important. I, especially, Seth, if you want to have a long life, you want to live to 125 years old, you're going to have to get rid of stress. It, it is the silent killer in the world. It is attributed to more disease, more heart uh, challenges, uh, even cancer. And uh, relaxation is something that uh, Americans definitely, we're void in relaxation. And, and our nation right now, we need to breathe. We need to relax. And individuals need to take care of our own personal relaxation and that, that's what we're really talking about right now you can grab the entire blueprint once again amazon.com jimfannon.com to get the autographed one and while you're on the newly relaunched website you've got to check out uh go under the score tab the coaching tab and under sports there's an incredible visual there of the physical manifestations of the zone what does the zone do to your eyesight what does the zone do to your blood. What does the zone do to how your heart's pumping? Your jaw. You can see all that right there. That's good. especially if you're brand new to the show. That's really going to help this make a lot of sense for you. Yeah, check it out. That that's a, a an illustration uh, from the Blueprint book, uh, and we put it on, and it, it's pretty vibrant. And uh, it's it's more than just for an athlete. It's really for anybody. But it is in the uh, JimFannon.com. It's in the coaching section under sports. Um, under coaching section, under life, and also in business, uh, there's a video tool, and I'd like to talk about it because sometimes we get ambushed, and yeah, we can reboot, but sometimes we really get ambushed because of social media or an email that comes in that I don't like or a dirty look from 
a significant other that that does happen to all of us uh or a kid that uh lives with you and has your name but you're not sure what they're doing in their bedroom uh they're teenagers and um and you feel stressed out about it uh and this technique uh is simply breathe like a baby and, and you can go to jimfannon.com and actually see the video uh, put either hand on your stomach unhinge your jaw this is how a little baby goes into a deep sleep quickly uh, this is also how you could be playing with your dog and uh, throwing a ball and the dog's coming back and you're having a good time playing with your dog and then all of a sudden your cell rings, you get on your cell and you turn around your dog's snoring in like seconds. You're like, what? How did that happen? Well, this technique, breathe like a baby, uh, is instant relief. So you put either hand on your stomach, on your belly button, and unhinge your jaw, relax your tongue. Eyes open or closed. You can do this when you're driving. And let your stomach move your hand. So your hand will go in toward your backbone and then away from your backbone with every inhale and every exhale and breathe like a baby. It will melt. Stress doesn't have a chance if you learn to breathe through your stomach and breathe like a baby. And again, there's a short little minute and a half video, uh, and I think you'll find it very, very interesting and hopefully applicable to everything in your life. Now, the other thing that you can put in your mind, and this is another uh, stress technique, the palm tree. Okay, I was in Sedona, and I saw no palm trees up in the mountains. But the palm tree, it is by far one of my favorite living things. And um, hurricane, 120 miles an hour, it arrives. And what's the very first thing it greets? It's a palm tree on the beach. And what does the palm tree do? It could brace itself like an oak tree, but obviously the branches uh, would be knocked down and uh, the tree may even be uprooted. That's why you don't see oak trees on the beach. So the oak, uh, the palm tree is the first line of defense, really, um, uh, for a hurricane. And what does the palm tree do? It absorbs the negativity. It bends and it literally lets it pass through you. And and then once the hurricane passes through the palm tree, the fronds, and it bends but doesn't break, and the hurricane blows itself out, Seth, then it goes, it pops up straight and goes, hey, sunshine, how you doing? So, you know, the palm tree represents uh, the sun and family and the beach, maybe having a cocktail with a umbrella in your drink. Maybe it does in vacations, but if you're confronted with someone yelling at you and all of a sudden you're in a confrontation and you've got a verbal hurricane in front of you. I just saw a couple of uh, fights on in airplanes just happen. There was a fight on a carnival cruise line. An entire family, a whole group had to be taken off of a carnival cruise line. An entire plane, uh, I think it was like four to six people, the plane had to land, and they were taken off of an airplane because of a confrontation. So when you do have a confrontation, uh, 
be a palm tree in a hurricane. Just relax. Is that easy? No, the first thing that most of us do is tense up. You know, you start yelling at me, I'm going to tense up. I may even clench my fists without realizing it. My breathing is going to go up into the 20s, and I've got some negative stress going, and I'm either going to unleash it on you, or I better walk away. But I, I think the best way to handle confrontation today, be a palm tree in a verbal, physical hurricane in your life. Why am I mentioning this? We need to prepare for this. We literally need to prepare for adversity. It comes out of the blue. Uh, It comes in many shapes and forms. It's not immune to any one area of your life. It can come in your family life, in your work life, uh, in your personal life. You can go to the doctor and get the report that something's wrong. And you've got instant stress that's going to back up on you. And I want everybody that's listening, all the Zoniacs, we need to be armed. I mean armed with concrete proven tools. These tools have been center court Wimbledon. They've walked the uh, fairways of Augusta at the Masters. They've been in the Super Bowl, these stress uh, fighting tools. Uh, they've been the Indy 500 that was just run. Uh, they, 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 they've been into the toughest arenas in the world. So I know they work. 2,500 clients have personally used these tools, these 90-second rule tools. They take almost no time, and they're going to give you near instant results. Um, you're in charge of your self-discipline, your concentration, your own personal optimism, your own personal relaxation, and you're definitely in charge of your enjoyment. And uh, this forms a domino-like chain that makes up your overall attitude about anything in your life. And thank goodness, us humans, we've got one thing that sets us apart. And Seth, you and I, and everybody listening, we got free will. We really do. We have free will to think any thought. We can go in the past if we want. We have free will. I can worry if I want. I've got free will. Or I can snuff worry out because I have free will. We are going to be ambushed with stress. It's everywhere. TV, social media. It's in our families right now. Kids, for the first time, I've seen rampant kids under stress. I'm getting more phone calls right now from my clients wanting me to talk to their kids. That's never happened at the level it's happening right now. So stress is, it's coming into every, every fabric of our lives. And I just want everybody to know how to deal with it. Like a world-class athlete uh, in front of a million people watching, uh, you know, in the biggest events. So um, stress is something that it's there. There's good stress, but my goodness, there's some negative stress. One of my favorite parts of the Jim Fannin show. Ready to do a little mailbag here? Yeah, let's do it. All right, this is where What's you, up? you get access to world-class coaching. 
just like some of the top titans in business. Do I need to put my seatbelt on? I have a seatbelt. <laughs> I should, you know, I don't have a seatbelt, but I should have a seatbelt on on my chair here. Well, All right, I'm ready. Okay, I'm guessing somebody's watching the Olympics here because you know you got the skeleton, the luge, the skiing, the bobsled. Those are dangerous things. So I'm going to boil this one down to just say, hey Jim, how do you coach athletes to get in the zone in a sport where you can get injured? Well. Uh, there's a lot of sports that you can get injured. Um, I think the athlete that's participating in X game sports and skiing, and I, I'm talking some pretty serious uh, sports, but there's also football. You can definitely get injured. And you can get injured in baseball. But serious injuries like you're talking about, uh, the athlete uh, has used a graduated length method of training where they started very young uh, doing certain routines a foot off the ground, not 20 feet, 30 feet, or higher off the ground. So as they gradually increase the degree of difficulty and the degree of physical risk, um, they're really comfortable with those challenges. And they're really prepared. Uh, I think the other thing, uh, just like in a car accident, the people that are relaxed have less injury than the people that are tense and the people that brace themselves like an oak tree on, on a beach on, uh, in a hurricane. Uh, the key is to relax. Uh, the athletes learned how to do that. Uh, they don't look at it as danger. They don't think about the negative consequences. Um, I will tell you that all the athletes I've coached, however, they are prepared that if an injury does uh, happen, in fact, this recently happened with me, uh, I had had a module in this coaching session for one of the athletes talking about if and when, although we don't want to put that in our mind, but if you do have an injury, the healing process instantly begins, instantly begins. And we went over it of the techniques of what to do. Well, it was a risk sport. The injury did occur, wasn't his fault, but it happened. And uh, the healing started. He's laying on the ground and he did uh, symbolic imagery to actually reduce the swelling. And he started thinking healthy. Now, you can do this even if you get the sniffles in a cold. Um, I, my illness and my sickness in my lifetime has been pretty minimal. Uh, even if I get the sniffles, I go on the assault of relaxing my body, not thinking, acting like a victim. Oh, man, I'm getting sick. You know, everybody's getting sick. <coughs> you know, <coughs> You know, I start coughing and acting like a victim of the flu that's going around. It's pretty serious, too. I think 80 children have died with this current flu. So if you do have uh, any type of uh, uh, injury or if you do have any type of uh, sickness coming on, start the healing immediately. And, of course, this whole thing, we've been talking a lot about relaxation. But that's just one element of the score system. And we always wrap up the Jim Fannin Show by cruising into the Zone Cafe, the Score Cafe, because there's five menu items, and relaxation is something that you may need to walk up and order, drive up and order, but there also might be another meal that you need right now. Well, I, 
I want everyone listening to get into your own thoughts. This is literally about you. This is not about the show or Seth and Jim. This is really about you. And you can take this from your life in general, this order that you're going to place, or you can pick one very specific part of your life. could be work, could be a, a relationship, your marriage, could be parenting, what, or it could be personal finance. And I know uh, there's a lot of stress in personal finance. So you choose overall or you choose the arena you've now pulled up. Uh, Seth and I are back here. We're cooking, you know, we're cooking up the menu items. You can only order one at this point right now. You can order self-discipline, and that's a well-defined blueprint with uh, well-defined corresponding goals, tasks, strategy, tactics, patience, perseverance. You can have a big, big bucket of self-discipline, and you might need that right now. You might need this good stress with timelines also with these goals. But maybe you need to focus. Maybe you got too many balls in there. Maybe you're having way too many thoughts, 2,000, 3,000. Maybe you're off the charts and you're in chaos thinking. So if you need concentration, boy, order a plate of that instantly. Seth, you got a plate of that cooking up. It's hot off the griddle. This is the ability to focus energy, mental and physical energy, on the task that lead to the goals. If you need concentration, place your order now. But maybe, maybe you need optimism. And we got a slab of optimism. And that's expectancy. That's trust that what you have is enough. That's definitely confidence. That's self-esteem. That's what you think other people think about you. And, And if you need that optimism right now, wow, we've got a lot of it. Take that order. Uh, you might want to even get a double order. I'd like to double up on that. Oh, please give me some uh, more optimism. And you can drive off feeling very confident about yourself. But maybe because this show's on relaxation, maybe it's triggered something in you says, you know what? I, I'm pretty disciplined. I got a blueprint. I got goals. I got my to-do list. Man, I'm stressed. And if that's the case, we got a giant, cool, refreshing, big gulp of relaxation. And um, that's calm. That's peace. That's tranquility. That's breathing six to eight breaths a minute. Um, That's relaxation. And if you need that, get your drink, take a big gulp, and get replenished with some serotonin into your bloodstream. Jaw unhinged and Go off and be relaxed. But maybe, maybe you need a happy meal. You know, sometimes when you start working a lot and and you're under pressure from other people to reach a quota, to finish a project, or maybe you got a big presentation coming. Um, yeah, relaxation is something you might need, but maybe you're missing the whole enjoyment factor. You know, enjoyment, that's the happy meal. Uh, of the Zone Cafe, and, uh, you know, that just makes you tap your toes and puts a smile on your face, gets you a little excitement, some enthusiasm, some zest for living. And, you know, you you can have this enjoyment even in challenging times. You got to love the challenge, the best in the world. Why do they do what they do? I, I remember my mother, Seth, going, 
you don't look like you're having fun. I go, Mom, I love what I do, you know, playing pro tennis. You never smile. Mom, the guy's trying to take me out of the tournament. <laughs> he's trying to ruin my week, and he's trying to take all my money. Mom, I'm serious. I, I, I'm in a competition. I love what I do, and I do what I love. So just because you might need enjoyment doesn't mean it's just going to put on a happy face. You got to love challenges, especially uh, the higher you climb on that mountaintop of wherever you're trying to go in your life. You got to love the steep cliffs and uh, the craggy cliffs and uh, all those things that get in the way. And the best in the world love that. So if you need a happy meal, you need a little music, a little dopamine, man, oh, man, we've, uh, we've got a big Happy Meal bag of it, Seth. So what are you ordering right now? And what, what part of your life, or is it life in general? I'm going to put you on the spot, Seth. What are you ordering? You know, I'm going to go ahead and order relaxation because I didn't think I was under too much stress. And you asked me about it, and you're like, hey, your voice just went up. <laughs> I did. You know, when you first came in, I said, so, uh, you know, uh, any stress in your life? And you went, no, there's no shit. You know, your, vo- <laughs> your voice went up an octave, which is a, a definite physical tell that, yeah, maybe a little bit. So I, I'm seeing the end of the day, hot bath. I actually will throw sometimes music, wait, sometimes wait, an audio Seth, Seth I, I cannot visualize you in a hot <laughs> bath. Stop it. Stop. I mean, seriously, everybody listening. Get that out of your mind, Seth taking a bath. All right, Seth, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then just slipping into those, you know, nice Ru- and cool uh, Rubber sheets. duck, bubbles. <laughs> rubber, you got toys in the tub. I know you do, Seth. So, yeah. <laughs> I know you got the floaties in there, you know? <laughs> Candle. And now the world visualizes that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, get that out. Reboot, everybody. <laughs> you, you need to reboot. So, I, I'm ordering relaxation. You know, you help me identify it. I'm going to you know, bring that down. You're going into the release, the blueprint, lots of media, lots of people to talk to, lots of books to sign. I mean, you're just your hands going to get tired on 500 books. What are you ordering? You know, I'm ordering optimism. I, I, I came back from Sedona. Uh, I get good night's sleep. Uh, I, I'm very comfortable and relaxed. I, I know I've got a busy schedule, but the schedule is not going to control me. I'm going to control it. Um, Optimism, but the optimism is not about me. I want more optimism so that I can help other people be optimistic. I, I believe in our country. I believe in America. Uh, I, I do. And we're in some stressful times, and it's reached, I believe, families. And I want everybody to have optimism and confidence that uh, with a blueprint uh, that we will prevail no matter what. And I'm not talking politics at all. I'm talking about just living life in a competitive sense with business uh, and competitive sense with grades that kids are trying to make grades to get into better colleges. For whatever reason, Seth, in, in my 68 years of being on this planet, it is the most stress uh, ever I've seen in my life. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I want more optimism so I can help share optimism that everything's going to be all right. And so and we'll be right back here next week. Don't forget, you can always come back to the cafe 
and order off the score menu. This isn't just for one arena of your life. You can always come back here. We'll see you next week. And as always, well, Seth, I just want to have one shout out about next week. Next week, we're also going to talk about stress, relaxation, and we're going to add a little sprinkle of uh, visualization again. I think it's time to bring that out and uh, so that we can all think about what we think about. And hopefully you're thinking about what you want as opposed to what you don't want. Be in the zone, everybody. It's the only place to be. And do not think about Seth in the bathtub. (laughs) This is a Leveling the Playing Field Quick Fix on Radio Influence. I'm pleased to welcome my guest, Catherine Switzer. You can go out and you can protest something and you can you can throw lawsuits at people and all that kind of stuff. But the most effective thing is to go in and make positive change and, and get your community taking the high road and showing that we could do it. And that's what we did. And then when the Boston Marathon accepted us, that was effectively like opening the floodgates because women themselves then felt free to be athletes. And the world was suddenly recognizing, well, if Boston recognizes them, then then maybe, you know, we've got to change our attitudes as well. It's a whole other thing then to go on to try to get the marathon into the Olympic Games. But that was then the, the my next big goal. Uh, and I would say our next big goal, goal, because by this time there were a lot of women who really knew that if, if we could only get women's running on the world stage on an an equal playing field, then that's when real progress would happen. Leveling the Playing Field with Bobby Sue Doyle Hazard can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.